You are listening to episode 42 of the Remind Yourself Podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself Podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. I'm going to start today by shouting out to my number one fan, happy birthday. Dad, you're amazing. I so appreciate all your support throughout my entire life. And thank you for being my number one podcast fan. I love you so much and happy birthday to you. Okay, everybody, today is going to be an amazing day. I invite you, if you're able, to grab a notebook because you're going to want to take notes. If you're on your way to work, please just listen in and you'll have to listen another time because today I'm going to help you conquer one of the number one things that I coach my clients on, getting their notes done. Okay, we have electronic medical records now in medicine. I've had EMR in my clinic for hmm, 15, 16 years now, and I still often balk at doing it on the computer. I know it seems silly, but I just found paper, for some reason, to be so much slicker. And so I fought against it for so many years. And I was one of those gals who would often have a lot of homework. That's what I call when we're doing notes at night and on the weekends. Several years back, I decided to get a scribe so that I could get my notes done and go home and enjoy the evenings with my family. This was amazing. And yet, I know for many of us, it's not provided in our clinics and our hospitals. I hope someday that this will change and that we will get more support for the work that we do, seeing patients and creating the diagnosis and the plan. But I'm telling you, having that attitude of they should be doing it for me contributes to the problem of not getting our work done. I am a bit stubborn, and my number one fan could probably attest to the fact that when I make up my mind, I may dig my heels in. And so over the years, I used to just cross my hands, cross my arms rather, dig my heels in and say, I shouldn't be having to do all this documentation. I miss the days when I could just grab my dictaphone and the note would magically appear the next day. And, you know, as I mentioned, that was 15 years ago, and I still somewhat reminisce and think that that's the way it should be. But that is not the way it is. And so today I want to share with you some tools that can help us get our work done, because this is now a part of our job. As much as I'd like to fight against it, it doesn't help us get our notes done. So why is it such a problem for us? I get it, folks. I am in clinic seeing lots of patients just like you. And it's challenging, right? And yet today, I want you to understand that you can get your work done. I'm going to create a challenge for you, and I'd love to hear from you how it goes. The reason that many of us have difficulty getting our notes done comes down to what I call the three P's. Number one, our primitive brain. Number two, our people-pleasing tendencies, and number three, our perfectionism. 
So I'm going to dig into these, why it's difficult for us to get our notes done, and then I'm going to give you some tips on how we can start to get them done more readily. Number one, oh, another thing that I should add in there is just patience, right? Patience and their problems. So that's probably the fourth P. But the things that really hold us back are number one, our primitive brain. Our primitive brain is designed to avoid pain, to seek pleasure, and to conserve energy. So you can see that when you have to sit down and finish a note or it's time to call back the patients, that your brain may offer to you a suggestion that's a little bit more pleasurable. Like, hey, let's take a break. We've been working for a bit. Let's go grab a cup of coffee. Let's just grab the phone and see if we've gotten any messages for anyone. Does this sound familiar to anybody else? Because I know it's not just me. I hear it from my clients. So number one, our primitive brain just wants us to take a break. Good to know. Number two, many of us are people pleasers, right? We love helping others. That's why we went into medicine. We've also over the years gotten accolades for being so helpful. And we often are afraid that someone's going to be angry at us if we say no or don't attend to their needs right away. So people-pleasing makes it difficult for us to finish our notes because number one, we hate to keep patients waiting. Number two, when a patient brings up an additional problem, we have a hard time saying, hey, that's going to have to wait for another day. Number three, we let people interrupt us throughout the day like 500 million times. Seriously, you should grab a piece of scrap paper and keep a tally throughout the day how many times you're pulled from your basic work of seeing your patients and getting your notes done. Now, I understand that there are other things that we need to do at work, and I'll get to that. But the people-pleasing and stopping what we're doing to answer someone's question, even when it's not an emergency, is part of the problem. So that's from our people-pleasing tendencies. And then the final thing is many of us are prone to perfectionism. I've had clients tell me that they have to write the most beautiful note. They want it to just be like a little mini novel. And what I will tell you is that I invite you to aim for B minus work. I'll get to that more in a bit. Because perfectionism in our notes slows us way down right? The main reason that we have a note is number one, so we have a diagnosis and a plan. Of course, we can write a little bit of the story in there, of course, and for medical legal reasons, right? And for billing. So we don't need to have full-on sentences, things like that. Again, I'll get more to the details of how we can do better later, but I just want to let you know that our perfectionism contributes to having lots of homework. Okay, So this is so good to know, right? We have the three Ps and the fourth being patients and their problems that contribute us to having homework. And I know that you are all sick and tired of spending your evenings getting back on the computer and sick and tired of spending your weekends getting your work done. I have such good news for you today you are able to definitely turn the dial. Many of my clients come back even one week later after we have these conversations and they're telling me that they are done or 90% done at the end of their day. They are going home with their computer work finished. It's unbelievable. So what if you could even just improve by 75%? It's definitely possible for you to do even better than that, but this is what we're gonna work on. So number one, You need to finish your notes 
after every patient encounter. Oh my goodness, I know there are gasps out there. That's not possible. I just can't do it. And what I'm going to ask you is why? Why can't you do it? Many clients have told me they feel that it's rude to be typing on the computer. They would rather just look directly in their patient's eyes. And I agree 100%. When I describe and I could go sit down and just listen to the patient, it was delightful. And yet, I decided I don't want to pay for a scribe anymore. And so now, I sit and I type as I'm listening to the patient. And of course, many of us can type very well, and we can still keep good eye contact with the patient. Many people say, well, I hate to keep my patients waiting. Okay, another question. Why? Well, they have a set time that they're scheduled to see me, and I think it's just rude. Okay, again, good to explore. Why is it rude to have your patients wait a little bit longer, right? Many of us feel guilty. Many of us feel bad. Many of us start to run a little behind, and we rush into the room and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for having you wait. Just ask yourself that question, or excuse me, that statement alone, so sorry to make you wait, How does that make you feel inside? I've had so many clients just describe the term yucky. It feels yucky to be running behind. It feels yucky to always being apologetic to their patients. This is the simplest thing that you can start doing today or tomorrow. If you are running behind, walk into the room and say to the patient, thank you for waiting. It changes the whole tune. It is acknowledging that they've been sitting and waiting, but you're not apologizing. Why? Because you know that you're spending the time that is needed for every patient, and now you are here to give this patient your full attention. The reason that many of us have a hard time stopping every patient is, again, the people-pleasing tendencies. We don't want to run four or five more minutes behind. And number two, we some people want to take even longer and really make sure that the note is all cleaned up due to the perfectionism. And I'm going to invite you to aim for a B minus note and finish it after every patient. The reason being and the benefits that you can explore and explain to your brain that's really balking at this is, hey, the notes are going to be so much more complete and thorough and accurate if I get it done right away. Wouldn't you think that this is true? If you're finishing the note several days later, which, uh, you know, I have for sure. Do you remember the details that you should be writing down? I remember quite a bit, but I know that there are things, unfortunately, that I may be forgetting. So finishing your notes right after the point of care is going to be the most thorough note and the most accurate note, and you'll get it done the most quickly. Another thing that's going to help you is knowing that there is another patient waiting. So you don't have to be perfect. You can spend a few minutes, finish up the note. So many of my clients say that they'll be, you know, documenting as they're talking to the patient. And then after the patient leaves, they stay in the room and spend a few more minutes finishing up the note, making sure that they're sending the prescriptions. Because that's another thing that I sometimes forget. If I leave it for later, I'll tell the patient, hey, I'll send that prescription later. But I hurry on to the next patient and things get forgotten. So I would have to say that it is true that we have the most thorough, accurate note and prescriptions filled when we do it right at that time. Sometimes I've had clients say, well, if I step out of the room, I start getting questions asked to me. And this is where they have decided that it's beneficial for them to stay in the room and finish the note and then move on to the next patient and say, thank you for waiting. Now, how can I help you today?
This simple strategy works. It doesn't work always immediately, but boy, even if you could start your morning this way and stay on track, you'll have so much less work to do. You've heard me in the past say that we can use feelings as fuel to get things done, right? With the model, the thought model that I teach my clients, we know that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which give us our results. So to get our notes done, even though it's uncomfortable, sometimes that feeling of determination can really help. So what can we think and believe that creates that feeling of determination to take those few minutes to stop and get our notes done? For me, it's as simple as thinking the thought, I don't want to do this later. I'm going to get this done. That creates a feeling of determination, and I stop, and I get it done. Now, in the beginning, uncomfortable feelings will come up for you. It's uncomfortable to have a patient wait, but I'm going to remind you that at some point, you're going to be uncomfortable. Do you want to be uncomfortable during the day and then eventually get used to it, making a patient wait a few more minutes? Or do you want to be uncomfortable later when you have hours of homework to do? You get to decide. I know it's different and we're training our brain in a new way, but it's for your benefit. And I'd have to say it's for the patient's benefit because their prescriptions are going to be sent and their note is going to be done. I have to admit that in the past, I've not finished notes and the patient has come back a couple of days later and seen a partner and I've been ever so embarrassed that my note has not been completed. They've figured it out and taken good care of the patient. But this just is another reason why it's so important that we get our notes done at the time of service. Now, again, in the past, I used to be the one who'd always raise my hand. Well, what about this? What about this? So I understand that there are other things besides completing our notes. What are all the other things that you need to complete in a day? For me, it's prescription refills, telephone encounters, and getting labs done. Of course, People also come to me throughout the day and ask questions, but I've figured out a way to batch the work. When we interrupt the work that we're doing throughout the day to answer one phone call here, do a few labs there, it's very distracting for our brain, and it takes us a few minutes to get back to what we're doing. So I invite you to try some different things, experiment, say, hey, maybe I look at the emails you know, once in the morning and once later in the day. Maybe I do my telephone calls you know, right before I start my afternoon. You get to decide what's right for you, but doing it willy-nilly throughout the day is very distracting and not nearly as efficient. And I am someone who gets distracted easily. I've been known to put a little sticky on my computer in the upper right-hand corner where I can see the telephone calls and the lab numbers and the refills increasing. Okay? And so when I cover it up, I don't see it and I don't feel the need to go and get it done. Another thing that can be very helpful is to discuss with your staff that you're trying some new strategies that are going to help you get home with your work done. Something that I had learned at a conference and then implemented in my own clinic is staff huddles. I meet with my medical assistant before the beginning of every day and we run through the list and I like to call it putting out fires before they begin. We go through every patient, we talk about what labs they may need uh, for pre-visit planning. If it's a hospital follow-up, I want to ensure that the discharge summary is on the computer. If not, someone can go and get that because 
To have everything ready before you get started helps the day run so much more smoothly. If you're running in and out of the room looking for certain uh, documents, if you're looking for certain things that you're going to need for procedure, things do not run smoothly. So I invite you to take 5, 10, 15 minutes before the beginning of your day and run through your list with your medical assistant. This has been shown to get folks home sooner and their work done more efficiently. Another thing that I think is important to share with your staff is that you are going to not be interrupted. I know this is hard for us, but I've had clients who are interrupted multiple times during the day and they just can't say no. And I worked with them through the discomfort of saying, hey, unless this is an emergency, I will deal with this at whatever time. And then the staff begins to understand, hey, these are the times of the day that I can come and talk to the physician about what I need to talk to them about, okay? We teach people how to treat us. Now, I'm not saying that we are going to be rude. I know many of us worry that we're going to turn into some rude physician, but that's not true. We are just teaching people that we want to get our notes done, our work done when we're at the clinic or at the hospital, and that, yes, of course, they can come to us, but maybe at certain times a day. So what might really be helpful for you is to jot down all the interruptions that you get during a day and then have discussions with these people about how you can help them and yet how can you do it in a way that is not so disruptive. So I know how my workday flows, and these are the things that have affected my ability to get my work done during the workday. And I'm just curious, I'm sure different people have different things that they need to accomplish. So write down all the things that you need to accomplish in a day, write down all the obstacles to getting this done, and then come up with a plan and experiment, try it out. You guys, we are scientists, we are smart, physician women. We can figure this out. Now, again, I know many of people are saying like, well, it's absolutely impossible. Okay, I get it. I've been in this stubborn place myself. But what if you could just even improve and get twice as much done? So much better than you're currently doing. And then from there, you can continually turn the dial. But I'll tell you, when I've worked on this with my clients, I'm always so excited and they are so excited when they see them on the call the next week and their eyes are sparkling and they're saying, oh my gosh, I got all my work done. So amazing. Then we have to start talking about what do they want to do with all their free time. And it's just so much fun. So I suggest that you give it a try. And after a week, I want you to evaluate, maybe even after a day. What went well, what didn't go well, and what would I do differently? And you can make some tweaks. Again, you're in charge of your day. You're certainly in charge of your attitude about it all, right? There are times that I've started and I'm a rock star and I'm getting everything done till noon and then the afternoon begins and one person throws me off. And it used to throw me off for the rest of the day and I'd have all my afternoon notes to finish. What I've realized now is that I can reset. I can say, okay, I let that one go, no problem, and now I'm going to come back to my determination. I don't want to do this later. And ladies, it works. So I am so excited for you to give this a try. And if you have questions, please send me an email. If you're not in my Facebook group, Mama Doc Stress Rx, please come join us. Post your questions. Post your wins. 
And I'm so excited for you to regain your evenings and your weekends for you, for your family, to do something that you want to do. Until next week, peace and love to you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.